0: Welcome to The Climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Leverage is what you're gonna need to get that record deal, to get a bigger audience, to get the management on board, to get a a publishing contract, a publishing deal to get, to book an agency on. It's all about what you've already done, not about what you could be. The days of big corporations developing artists are over, and that's why we called this The Climb, creating leverage in the music business, C-L-I-M-B. That's genius, and that's a name if you haven't figured it out already, from my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And Brent also helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you can write like a pro do business like a pro. And not only that, he actually connects you to the pros on a regular basis. You can actually develop relationships with publishers here. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com.
1: And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound and they help you grow your audience. And while doing that, they've created over 25 national TV opportunities for their indie artists. They've done this by making them discoverable. They've also created multiple tour opportunities and through the power of digital marketing data, they've attracted a number of investors for their artists. The investors are the money people, yo. And the investors like the numbers because the numbers don't lie because the numbers can't talk. And you can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That is production singular. No S and there is no S because there is no other. Johnny D. Hey brother, how you doing? Man, I'm just, uh, you know, hanging out today, sipping a little coffee. My my little house slippers here at the office. House slippers. <laughs> my little house slippers. House shoes. House Odie. shoes. Odie Blackman
0: turned me onto house shoes. I'm like, what are those? Because those are my house shoes, man. Yeah, exactly. And they are comfy, especially are when you house having, shoes,
1: Odie. <laughs> especially when you have a house that's almost hundred years old with hardwood floors, and it's November at the well, time of go. recording. So there you yes. go. All
0: right. Well, today we're going to get into some good stuff here. We've got a very special guest. Daredevil, current Daredevil intern, who's, let's just call her resourcefulness and her savvy is pretty spectacular. And I felt we needed to bring her onto the podcast. So we're going to talk about how she was able to help a friend of hers. She goes to Belmont as well. And they, on their own, no paid, it's all by themselves. They promoted a single from one of our friends who's an artist, currently going to Belmont and get, got over 500,000 streams by some hustle and a little bit of savvy and some boatload of intelligence. So we're going to awesome. talk about that in a second, but first let's get to a little business here. It's a digital world. It's still an important role for physical media and today's independent musician. I can attest to this six ways from Sunday. We've got artists on tour as we speak. And that merch is a lifesaver. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, and t-shirts at gigs, has become not an important income generator, but an important way to get gas in your car to get to the next gig generator.
1: (laughs) That's right. Knock, knock. (laughs) Who's there? Math. Math says that for every CD you sell at a gig, you need roughly 3,000 streams to make about the same amount of money. So that's a lot of streams for what you could be doing just by selling your CD on the table. So I like to say you are literally leaving money on the table when you don't have merch on the table. And our fine friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your disc and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even t-shirts. And you can find them online at www.discmakers.com or give them a call at 800-468-9353. That's 800-468-9353. Yes.
0: And if you haven't joined the climb community yet, please do so. It's on Facebook. Search for the climb community. Ask to be let in. We let everybody in, but you need permission. And this is a very active little community that's growing every single day, every single week. I think the most exciting thing about that community, Brent, is it. it's much more about them and helping each other out. Like we get to kind of woost in and answer some questions or whatever here and there, but really everybody's helping everybody else out and supporting everybody. And it's a, just a real good positive place where you can get real answers and, and real support. If you're a singer songwriter, independent artist, what have you,
1: right? Yeah. And just doing a quick look through the uh, climb community just, Hey, let's see what's going on here right now. We have some good stuff. We have music Monday, which just dropped because at the time of recording, it is a Monday. And so we're having some climbers starting to share some of their music It's as a comment under that post. So people can hear each other's music. We also have the co-writer Connect that dropped just on a couple days ago and people are posting on that saying, hey, here's what I do and here's what I'm looking for. We have some new blog posts. We're letting you know about the, uh, the recent Climb episode that just dropped and, and that kind of stuff. So people asking questions, people getting welcoming in the community, all kinds of good stuff. Killer. All right. Subscribe to the podcast wherever
0: you consume podcasts. So you get access to all the episodes very easily. They're in order. You can go cherry pick which ones are speaking to you the most. Take 30 seconds and leave a five-star rating and review. Or if it's not five-star, leave that too. Like we we read them all. We're mm-hmm. honest. <laughs> That's right. Yep. <laughs> and then finally, best thing you can do is if this podcast is, and I've got a lot of emails just about people you know, sort of professing how much they love it and they're learning something every day. We love that. Share it. Tell somebody, put it on your social media. We love that you send us those emails. It means a lot to us, but make sure you're telling everybody else too. So, you know, face to face, Hey, this podcast is great. You can learn a lot about what you need to do to get to the next level as an indie artist or the next level as a songwriter on this podcast can be beneficial to you. And that's the best compliment that you could give Brent or I, correct? Amen. all right, so let's uh, let's get down to. Without further ado, I would like to introduce to you and all the climbers out there current daredevil intern Miss Sheer Chop. Hi, Sheer. Hi, Johnny. Lean in on that microphone. Hi, hey, Johnny. How hey, how are are you? <laughs> <laughs> so your friend is an artist, and you guys decided we're gonna we're gonna work a little bit here. We need some more streams. Yes. And then. You go to work and we're gonna talk about the system that you use, but you use this system and you got five hundred thousand streams. Yeah. And you didn't yeah. pay a promotion company. No. You did it to your damn self.
2: Did it all our two selves in our bedrooms? Yeah.
0: Freaking brilliant. From your from your dorm room, people. Like <laughs> that's nice. So let's get to it. We broke this down into a system that we want you to and at the end of the day, I mean, this didn't happen in five minutes.
2: Absolutely. You guys yeah.
0: worked very, very hard. Okay. Yes. So, you know, some people are out there, they don't have money yet, they don't have an investor and they're just trying to find some different ways that they can do something on their own that can make the needle move. Like really, I'd say a half a million streams is making the needle move. Wouldn't you, Brent? Uh, it got my attention when I heard about it.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. So yeah. this is something you can do, but guess what? Knock, knock. Who's that? Math. It, it's work ethic. Work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this, you get 500,000 streams all while pulling bongs on the couch and watching Beavis and Butthead reruns, okay? You're going to have to actually work and do a lot of it. And I would say, but before we get into this, treat it like like a funnel system, okay? And what do I mean by funnel system? Well, and everybody's guilty of doing this, including me, in the past. Like, let's say... You're thinking you need a dentist and you get a bad toothache and you don't have a dentist yet. You get a real bad toothache. So what do you do? You call, if you call one dentist and you wait for them to get back to you, I mean, maybe who knows what happened to that dentist. Maybe they're really busy. Maybe they suck at customer service. Maybe a lady who normally answers the phones and calls people back was sick that day or had an emergency with their kid or something. They don't get back to you. So then you wait for a day or two and they don't get back to you. And then you call another one and then you wait. And then, you know, a day later, maybe they get back to you, but they can't get you in for like a week. And, oh, okay. Then you call a third. Now
1: you're at the end of the week and you still got a freaking toothache. Yeah. It's like pulling oh, teeth trying to get a good dentist.
0: Oh, you oh thank you. What he did there. That? That's okay. genius. That's right. So, but if you would call like 10 dentists all at the same time and just wait for the first son of a gun to get back to you that can fit you in, you're going to have a much better shot at moving the needle and getting that tooth done. So,
1: you see what I'm saying? Don't you go see, one, two, two. You noticed you said shot and needle. Oh! Oh, see, you're so good to yourself I'm so a conscious. poet, I didn't even
0: know it. Look at that. It you don't even know
1: deep. <laughs> how deep your know. water's okay, run.
0: I'm so money and I don't even know don't it. don't even know it. <laughs> this is how we're going to do this. So, step one, share. What's the very first step? There's a really big part, before you start researching playlists, and this is what we're going to get into, researching playlists, before you start doing that, you got to have some sort of direction, right? So what's step
2: one? So you have to identify what the brand or genre of the artist is that you're searching for playlists. So you can do that by a bunch of different ways.
0: Not the least of which is go to daredevilproduction.com forward slash discover your brand. It's a free download that will help you find out your brand. I think one of the things that most artists, indie artists have an issue with is when you tell them like, what do you sound like? And they get all, they
2: say, I don't
0: know. Yeah. They're, or their feathers yeah. ruffled. We like don't me. sound like anybody. Yeah. yeah. I sound like me. Well, and again, we've talked about this in previous episodes, but what they're really saying is like, what's the culture? Like what, you know, who goes to your con's, who goes to your shows, like, who likes mm-hmm. your music? Am I part of that beehive or am I not part of that mm-hmm. beehive? Right. When you ask, if you were to ask a band like fish, what do they sound like if they said, well, you know, widespread panic or the grateful dead, what they're describing to you is not the music. It's the culture, like the people who like the grateful dead and the jam bands and widespread panic also like our band. And so that gives you an opportunity to discover who we've got to target, but we've been talking about a couple things here, which by the way, I want to point something else out to you too, that as we get through this, some, some foreshadowing here, we've been telling you that every single day you need to be trying to grow your social media accounts This factors in to how you got 500,000 streams because you had a little bit of leverage. There's that word again.
1: Yeah, it's funny how that word keeps coming back around. You had a little
0: bit of leverage to offer these playlist people because your artist had, it wasn't an excitingly massive amount of social media followers, but she had over like what, 13,000 social media followers. Yeah. So all that railroad track that you should be laying down right now, here's where the chickens come home to roost and that can benefit you. And then the other thing is, you know, we're always trying to tell you to, to know your brand, understand your genre and who your target audience is. Well here, this, you've got to know this first to make sure that you're even on in the same orbit on the playlist that you're going to attempt to contact. Okay. Absolutely. So I've got, my, I know who my audience is. I've got like five different bands that – or, you know, I've got a genre or maybe a subgenre uh, figured out. I've got that identified. And I found maybe even – and this could be a help with as far as Discovery is concerned and as, as far as some bigger bands. Now, you're not going to – the way we're going to describe this to you, the way this is really going to work, she's going to show you about – we're going to focus on independent bands. But on some bigger bands, if you look at some of the bigger bands that maybe have the same audience that you would have, that could help you find some indie bands.
2: Yeah, right? exactly.
0: that Because that, the indie bands are what you actually need to target.
2: Exactly. Okay. That's like the important part of all this.
0: So step one is to find that genre. And then we need to what? Just start making a list of every indie artist that we can make. And we're going to get to the local thing later, but let's yeah. just go worldwide now. So what, is there some other ways that we can target other indie artists who maybe have the same kind of following that we would want to have?
2: Yeah, I think, like, if you look up artists that are in the same genre online, if you look up them worldwide.
0: Mm -hmm. um, Now, how do you look it up? Just type that into Google. Doesn't Spotify have a, they also listen to this? Yeah,
2: exactly. So you can look up, if you look up. An artist that's similar to you they also have they may also have if they're big enough fans,
0: fans also, also like, like that's Paige. what is okay
2: so you can see i'm looking at an artist page right now and i click on their fans also like page and they have several we can artists. mention
0: the name of your friend if it's okay with her like why not give her some love
2: sure her name's shy rose um, spelled
0: c-h-e-y Rose, okay, C-H-E-Y, Rose. So what we're trying to do is show you how to go down the rabbit hole, right? So find a couple artists that have the same kind of genre that you have and then click on those artists and then you click on fans also like and now you're going to find a bunch of other artists that the people who like this artist are also listening to. Exactly. And start writing down those names, okay? And
2: those artists are most likely going to be around the same fan base and around the same size and reach as this artist that i'm looking at right
0: okay so now i have a list of 10 different let's say and you want that list to be as long large as it can possibly be but i have a list of 10 different let's say independent artists whose audience could be also be my audience Mm -hmm. as an artist okay so now what do i do
2: so you can click on one of the artists
0: this is all on Spotify, um, by the way.
2: And then if you go on to their – you see their profile on their Spotify page. It will only work on the computer also.
0: Oh, it's got um, yeah, it's got to be on your laptop or your desktop. Yes. This isn't going to happen from an app, by the way.
2: Exactly. No so. app, only
0: on your laptop or desktop, okay?
2: So once you click another artist's their similar profile, you can go to the About section of their profile. And then you see to the right side of the screen you have – under more info, you have a label that says discovered on.
0: Discovered on.
2: Yes. And and under that has like several playlists that they have been discovered on of their, that make up their monthly listeners. So if you click on one of those playlists, then most likely sometimes they have contact info of where you can contact them. And based on, the fact that, like, you know, your fans will like that artist, you can assume that that song will like target your target audience.
0: Right. Okay. So let's just take, let's just slow this down for a second because yeah. I want to dig in a little bit more granularly. Okay. First of all, why are we saying that you want to focus on indie artists for this? Because how many playlists, when you click on Discovered by, how many playlists show up?
2: About five,
0: five. About five playlists. That's it. So, and they're organized how? Why those um, five?
2: They're organized by listeners.
0: By each, so like, by the amount like, of listeners that the playlists have, the biggest to the smallest.
2: Yes, the ones that have the most listens are first.
0: Okay, then- so if you were to use this with, and you picked a massive band, like, you know, Metallica, or you picked a Ed Sheeran, or, you know, Ariana Grande, or something like that. Well you're going to get those top five playlists are probably all going to be editorial and or major label playlists that you're not going to yeah. be able to get on.
2: That you don't have access to.
0: That you don't have access to. Okay, so we just want to point that out. And this is why we want to do these sort of indie artists because they're going to get you to these sort of indie playlists that are going to be accessible and are going to be able to spin your song.
2: Exactly.
0: The second thing is... is. There's a lot of playlists that are maybe within the same genre, but mm-hmm. then the playlist has a certain kind of
1: vibe, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. So remember like brand- there's
1: like coffee house country or party country. Yeah. Playlist, yeah. that kind of stuff, like different exactly. vibes, storytelling country or yeah. Road country. Yeah.
0: I was going to say from when we talked about when you're submitting songs for an artist, like you got to know the artist's brand, right? Mm-hmm. Like what do they sing about? What they don't sing about? Understand which of your songs would be attractive and which of your songs would not be attractive for that particular artist because they have a particular brand. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to spend a little bit of time clicking on the playlist and listening to the songs that are on there. Because yeah. like, can, can you give an example of like cheer of like two different sort of vibes that
2: yeah. go a little
0: farther than what Brent went through? Is- like
2: you wouldn't even like to go even further about like, if you nail down what this specific release requires like if it's an upbeat song you're not going to submit it to like a sad chill playlist Mm -hmm. um or if it's like a really sad song you're not going to submit it to like a party anthem playlist
0: there you go so guys you have to do this part of the research this is crucial because otherwise if you do this funnel thing that we talked about at the beginning of this episode and you send it out to everybody number one you look like a moron Mm -hmm. (laughs) You want to try to impress the person who has the playlist by letting them know that you've listened to that playlist and that you understand mm-hmm. what it is that they're trying to do. And if you're sending a party song into a mellow playlist, you're wasting that person's time. Yep. And if you have a mellow song in the future that could be submitted to that playlist, you might piss them off
1: for life. Exactly. <laughs> right. And they're not going to listen to your mellow song on their mellow playlist because exactly. you've already proven so, you don't
2: and they have respect of their time. Tons of- They have tons of submissions coming through like every single week. So you want to be gracious with their time.
0: So do a little research and make sure that the single that you're releasing is consonant, if you will, that makes sense on that particular playlist. It could be in the same genre, but also not make sense. So Mm -hmm. do your homework, okay?
1: And the good news is a lot of these playlists, the name of it, they want you to know what kind of playlist it is by their name. Exactly. Because they want yeah. more people to listen to it. So they want to tell you what they are in the title of the playlist, like party country or country and faith, God and country, chill, coffee house, pop, that kind of stuff. Right. Now they do try if to make them black boxes.
0: So I'm looking on Shea Rose's here and you clicked on her discovered on. And so the first one is chill hit. So that's going to be chill, but that's still, it gives us an idea, right? But not mm-hmm. necessarily a specific idea. Chill hits or what are they, a certain BPM? Are they, so, you know, listen to it just a little more and just find out what you think that playlist person is. When you think you have some contenders,
1: dive yeah. into those. Yeah,
0: what yes. do they do? What do they mean by chill? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. if it's like a death metal <laughs> it's like less than it's I mean, what is that? That's like, you know, less than 130 beats per minute <laughs> But still double kick, you know, I don't know So, I mean, it's all relative, right? So you just got to still dig down a little bit and then brand new chill again chill What does chill mean now? Here's one that has top music top chart so, you know, maybe it's this one could have a a mix, right? It could just be like a yeah. bunch of like more popular songs So that gives you a little bit more leash as far as the vibe of your song, and Mm -hmm. it could fit into something that is a little bit more broad in the sort of stylistically of the songs, right?
2: And even like, being the fact that like, the playlist title might be vague, it's important to look at like, what songs are on the playlist to see like, if it says a fresh hits playlist, that could mean like, more R&B, or more hip hop, or more pop, like you don't know. Right. So that's why it's important to like, research the other artists that are on the playlist and see what their vibe is.
0: And so, I mean, for Shay, does she do hip hop for this particular artist?
2: She does like indie synth pop R&B.
0: Indie synth pop R&B. So odds are that if she was discovered on these playlists and she doesn't do hip, they're probably not going to be hip hop. They're probably not going to be something really out there. However, you still want to make sure that you're – that you're ensuring that the, the playlist jives with the particular song that you're trying to push, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the song she tried to push was an upbeat kind of an R and B thing. And that's what was going on. Uh, and you've got a more mellow kind of a thing. So it's not going to work on that playlist, but okay. So now we're writing down playlists, right? And we click on the playlist that is mm-hmm. it under discovered on. And a lot of times it's going to give you contact information, like an email.
2: Address. Yes.
0: So then what did you do next?
2: So we created an Excel Database of the contact info of all of the curators. It says first it has um, The playlist name the name of the curator how many followers they have and their contact info whether that's contacting them through their email or Instagram or Facebook and if it doesn't have their contact info odds are they might have that on another playlist that they curated or a lot of the times like I ended up just Googling the curator of the playlist and finding either like an Instagram or a Facebook page of theirs and finding them through there, or they have a website where you can submit songs to, or if it's a certain playlist that has a bunch of playlists on there, like daily playlists, for example, you, they have a website and they have submissions through their website. So there's, sometimes you have to dig a little to research their actual contact info, but it's really worth it to really dig in and find out how to contact them because that's. Dig a
0: little. Yeah. I'll dig that's a little. Like what these these playlist curators are not going to come to your house, knock on the door, sit down next to you on the
1: couch, pull the bong out of your mouth, and say, Give me a song. You're- I, I got to tell you, I'm very disappointed in you, Sheer, because spreadsheets, spreadsheets ain't rock and roll. I just got to tell you. <laughs> But it's funny how spreadsheets can be effective. So yes, I know exactly. people out there thinking, Excel, I'm not in college anymore.
2: It's not as like professional as you would think it would be. It's just to keep track of the information and because you're going to want to keep track of it because it's a lot.
0: It's a lot because right, you got to funnel it. You're going to maybe try to and you want it to be a lot, a hundred yeah. playlists and get. Fifteen or five, exactly, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you want to, but you want to make sure that you know which ones you're on, which ones you're not on, etc. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So now you found an email address. I think the first one you clicked on here. There's an email address. There says info at or whatever. So you're gonna go to, you're gonna reach out to this person, this curator. Oh, yeah. Now what did you say? You're like, yo, dude, Mad beast, play my stuff. I'm the best. You're welcome. You should play me. You're awesome. Yeah, and you're welcome. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Is that how you do it?
2: So, not exactly. Okay. (laughs) Um, Not (laughs) exactly, You don't hype them? It's not all about you?
0: (laughs) You're not hyping yourself? No. Okay. Well, see, that's good because I know that artists, indie artists, are very sort of embarrassed and self-conscious about hyping themselves. So, now -hmm. you don't have to be that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, yes. Spoiler alert: you can actually be cool. <laughs>
2: you don't have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to shove your single down their throat. What you can do is basically we came up with like an outline of how to contact each curator that we copy and paste for a majority of the emails that we send out. So you know, before we, before we
0: go into the talking about what's on this, so we're about to give you like the sample letter that she wrote so that you guys can copy this and twist it up however you want, but give you the basic idea of how we reached out to them. But first, you had, like, two different sort of ways to accomplish this. One was, like, it was coming from the artist, Shay Rose, in this case. And the other was very clever, and what did you do?
2: We created, like, a management email. We did some of the reaching out to playlists via this email. So So some
0: some were from the management, some were from
1: the artist. Did we, like... Shay Rose management at Gmail or something yeah, would be like exactly. something like that would be the,
2: that was the email. Yep.
1: There we go. It says management. Yeah. So ooh,
2: it exactly. looks official. Like blank artist management at gmail.com. Yeah. And then it just makes it more like official to reach out. To I would
0: like, say if you mm-hmm. even want to be more official, like come up with a management name. Like, yeah. If you want, not yeah. not yeah. the artist's name in the management. <laughs> exactly. Like, you can yeah. get A little bit more creative. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. So this letter that you're going to read now is from the artist or from the management?
2: This is from the artist.
0: Okay, so this is directly from the artist. And we're going to include a link to a copy of this in the show notes, guys. So, but pay attention. And then you can get a look-see at it with a free download. No big deal. No strings attached. Okay, so go ahead. Go ahead and read the what the article said. Let's go line by line and just kind of get into it.
2: Basically, it says, hey there, blank artist name here. In this, case, be, yeah, right. in this case, Shea Rose. Yeah, in this case, Shay Rose. I saw you feature blank independent artists. You would say how you found them through on your playlist. And I thought you might be interested in my brand new single, Name the Single.
0: So um, in this case it was gold. So the sentence reads like Shay Rose here. I saw that you featured the artist. What was that other artist's name on her list? Just pick one. Uh, Brooke Alex. Brooke Alex. I, Shay Rose here. I saw you featured Brooke Alex on your playlist, and I thought you might be interested in my brand new single, Golden Days. That's the name of Shay's Newest
2: single.
0: single. Yes. Okay. So, first of all, just in the first line, is it about Shea Rose? No. no. It's about his or her playlist, right? And you're mm-hmm. telling them, number one, that you looked at their playlist, number two, that you saw another artist because you found that playlist through that artist that was kind of like had the same
2: yes, you did your fans research.
0: as Shay Rose and you did some research and you thought, well, hey, if you like that, you might kind of like this. And here's my singles called Golden Day. So right off on the exactly. first line of the letter, you're letting them know that you give a crap about them and that you're interested in what they're doing and that you dig it, okay? Yes. So then go ahead. Next one.
2: So you say, I'll give you a first listen to see if you'd consider adding it to your playlist.
0: All right. So right there. So I'm going to give you first listen to see if you'd add it, consider adding it to your playlist. So you're not assuming the sale here. Yes. Right. It's very, very respectful. Very, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, like you're the gatekeeper and we want these people to perform for us. So we want to make them feel important. And so we say, hey, maybe, you know, we we'll give you first listen. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they're, of course, they're going to get the first listen. It's their freaking playlist, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it feels right. Okay. But it feels good. It makes me feel important. And then if you'd consider adding it to your playlist. And then the next line is.
2: So the next line you talk about the genre or the feel of the song. So here we said it's a chill pop R&B tune with nostalgic vibes. I thought it would fit with the vibe of your playlist.
0: So now, what does that say to you, Brent? If you're the playlist person, that last line, what does that mean to you?
3: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the Headphone Pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons,
1: If that's relevant, because, you know, you've done your homework and that is the vibe of my playlist, I feel like they've done their homework. They're acting in a professional manner. This may be worth a listen Mm -hmm. because I probably Mm -hmm. get a lot of emails that are obviously stock emails that are not relevant and are immediately disqualified. This is not one of those. This goes, oh, you know, an artist that's on my playlist. So you've done some homework. You got a hold of me. You did some homework. And this is the appropriate vibe all right, this is getting further and further away from the trash can. Yes. You know. <laughs>
0: That's a perfect way to put
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then.
2: You would say, like, typically when the song is being released.
0: Okay. Which, okay, so, so wait, let's stop right there. When the song is going to be released. Okay, mm. so an episode or two ago, we talked about release strategy, right? And guess what? This is some of that work in that six to eight weeks that you want to be doing, okay, before it's released. That makes sense, guys. You can't release a single if you want anything to happen and put it up on Spotify and then have it released the next day. Through any kind of aggregate distributor, you you really want to give it the time so that, again, it looks more professional, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like you're getting your ducks in a row weeks and months before that thing happens. You're trying to line up some playlist stuff so that, I mean, oh, my gosh, what if you had 20 playlists lined up and they all added your song on the day it was released? Well, I mean, you're going to get a little love there, aren't you?
2: Exactly. Now, I
0: wonder if Spotify cares about how many streams a new single gets the second it hits, the first week it hits.
2: It actually does. Does it? So You're it kidding me. So lot. this matters? Yes. Oh my goodness. This is okay. so significant. <laughs> They're so
0: smart. They thought of everything. Yes. Spotify. Okay.
2: Yes. And that's why we are like contacting as many ind- independent playlists within the first 24 to 48 hours of release or even before then. Right. So, because Spotify cares, like, basically how it works is the more playlists you get added to within the first day or week of the release, the better chance you have of getting on editorial playlists.
0: Because they're going to wait, usually about a month after a release, they're going to wait and see what's cooking with that release before they consider putting it on an editorial playlist. And by the way, you can't even be considered to be on an editorial playlist unless that stuff's been uploaded to Spotify at least four weeks in advance of the release date.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay? So I'm another sure like that. this is proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. That's the 7 P's my dad used to exactly. say. Exactly. Okay? So the next that. the next sentence here is you know here's a link to the track so you can listen to decide if Golden Days is a good fit for your playlist and then there's a yes. Spotify link.
2: And if you're if you're contacting the playlist before the release then we typically submit a YouTube video. Because
0: right where you just have uploaded to a unlisted link. Yes. And so they can, can have access to the, but it's not public. It's for them. Yes. feels very private. You can, by the way, you can also do that on SoundCloud. You can create private SoundCloud accounts and mm-hmm. upload. We do this all the time with industry and here's an industry only, or here's a link to my Thank industry you. only SoundCloud. That's just allowing people like this to go listen to the song exactly. and see what they think. And that's another thing that, it gives you another chance to put your artwork up on there yeah. and look totally pro. And of course you're going to put artwork up there where the images are the right sizes yes. and you don't look like the freaking digital equivalent of a, of a homeless person or something. Yeah. Like you're, <laughs> you know, you've got it together. Okay. Yes. Now here's what I this is what I would love. Brent, why don't you react to this last paragraph here that uh, of content in this letter that reaches out to playlist. So you're the playlist guy As soon as she's done reading this you're the Mm -hmm. playlist curator. Please respond.
2: So next we say I would love to promote you and your playlist across all my social media in return for being on the playlist. I have over X amount of followers collectively across all my social media platforms. Thank you so much and please let me know ASAP. Kindest regards.
1: Mm, There's something in here for me. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yes.
1: Because okay. I don't know how all the innards of Spotify work, but people want to have popular playlists. They put together not just for a lot of people want to get more and more listeners because it ups their clout for whatever reason. They want to get their their playlist out there and they want more and more earballs on their playlist, right? Yes. So if you can partner with me in making that happen while fitting the brand and, and the vibe and everything in my playlist. Well there we go. That's a win for a everybody. A
2: win-win. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Now I just hope
1: your music now I hope your music doesn't suck. Because if your numbers are helpful to me as far as your number of followers and listeners, people you can shoot this out to, that's good for me and my playlist. So now I'm hoping yeah you because know, you've come across as professional, you're succinct, you're not wasting my time, you're relevant. Now you ha- you are offering something of value to me. Now I hope your song doesn't suck. Now I want it to be good. Because so I'm you're wanting you're to put it to on the playlist. It. I'm, I'm yes. getting prepared to love it because now I have reason to want to. There you go.
2: Absolutely.
1: And
0: then at the end, of course, it would make absolute sense to say kindest regards, sign the artist's name. In this case, it's Shay Rose. And then links to the website, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, and Facebook so that I can trust but verify exactly. that you do in fact have 13,000 yes. cumulative followers. <laughs> Yes. I want to see what they look yeah. like with the engagement. So, uh, and you're not telling me to check it out, but it's yeah. there. You're yeah. making me curious to yes. check it out. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. So would you? how many playlists, do you have any idea of how many playlists you got on all this work? that they did, that it was Sheer and Shea Rose together that did this for, was it this release, the Golden?
2: It was for VCR, her last release.
0: Her song's called VCR, okay. And so so you did this in the last release too?
2: Yeah, yes.
0: So, okay, so let's just go down that road for a second. So, because I remember I saw one of the sample letters you put together, Mm -hmm. and you went back to a bunch of the playlists that played your previous single...
2: Yes, and
0: you were able to build on that. Now all of a sudden, exactly. I know you. You know me. Like we're oh my god, your next Relationship release.
2: with them, exactly, and they and they're familiar with your music and know that it's good quality.
0: Yeah, and they so have they're, the they're, analytics.
2: They're, yeah,
0: <laughs> and they're expecting. Yeah, they're expecting what's going. On. And you're right. The analytic, like on Spotify, they're going to know the save rate, the mm-hmm. skip rate, all yeah. that kind of stuff. They're going to have access to that with their playlist. So mm-hmm. brilliant. Okay. And so, and so VCR more... was the, the one that did, what, it's up to 542,800 streams now?
2: Yes, as of today. That's, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. I believe that one, I think that one throughout, like, getting on other playlists and other people saving it through those playlists, I think we got, I think, like, 600 playlist ads.
0: Wow. Total. Wow.
2: It might be more playlists though, so on
0: that note, I will tell you that and Chelsea and I were just talking about this before Sheer walked in about social media. Same thing on Spotify. Okay. Spotify doesn't actually care as much about how many streams you have, right? If you could have a million streams, okay, that's part of the algorithm, but it's not the most important part. What's more important is how many people skip past it. How many people mm-hmm. saved it? And then the magic words that you just said, how many people added
1: it to their playlist?
0: Mm-hmm. It's like engagement. And,
1: yeah. Oh, and you got engagement. all these like all these followers on Instagram. Yeah. But no one comments and no one likes. Yeah. So, it doesn't yeah. look real. It
2: doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly.
1: So, so,
0: there's something going on and I don't need to know how the clock works, but I do know what time it is. You're not doing anything. This is all smoke and mirrors
2: mm-hmm.
0: as opposed to people who are really engaging in your recording and in your song. So, there's a
1: there's a phrase that's coming to mind because it, it's football season. Feed the studs, right? On, on your football team, right? You know, some coaches are like scheme-based. Other coaches are player-based. Like, feed your studs. Like, your yeah. best players... Find ways to get the ball in their hands. Keep feeding the studs. Let them eat. And so I think the playlists are like that. If you're showing that, especially on the second go around, you've gotten good results. You're one of the studs. Feed the studs. Put them on your playlist again. Put that new single on the playlist. Promote that. And also the editor's picks. You're talking about, you know, they want to see a certain amount of streams and that kind of stuff for it to get picked by the editors. You know, they're looking at those analytics. They're going to feed the studs. Yeah. And so why, yeah. that's why this stuff matters and this stuff can snowball.
0: So when you work your butt off on a song like VCR, which is the prior release and you get fifty i I'm sorry, 542,800 streams, they feel number one, they feel they're, they've got ownership yeah. of that they feel part ownership of that. They're partly responsible for that number because they put you on their playlist oh, and yeah. and it showed how much you worked. And so that's something that they can mm-hmm. be prideful of because you know what? People are doing this honest to God, because they love music mm-hmm. and they love artists and they mm-hmm. want to help. Right now. So the next one, I have, a lot I wonder though, that on there.
1: a thought might be when you hit those benchmarks, do you send follow-up thank yous to those people that did put it on there? Hey, just want to thank you. Celebrate half a million streams, and you are a valuable part of that. Just want to say thanks. Nothing to sell you. Next single's not coming out yet, but thank you.
0: See wow. now, you're that's a good a Jewish girl. Good Your mother, idea. you know that already, yes. and you didn't do it. That's genius. <laughs> wow. You never show to a party without a gift. I know that because, like, you know, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not Jewish, but my manager Barbara was, and I learned all about how that works, and it's all brilliant. You know, yes. like, yes, you have to send a letter.
1: A thank you, letter. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes,
2: exactly. I didn't. Yeah, that's good. See, I haven't thought a well. <laughs> you're still bad. in the
1: half a million range. You, now you know who's. It's on, and you can go thank them. It's still we like hey, tell your mother.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just Usually want to say thank also you. Also, when we like sh- when we shout out the playlist on like social media, we thank them.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So.
0: So we do they, thank them. Like You do thank them. Okay.
2: But just you thank them publicly. Them. Yes, publicly.
0: Via social media. Okay. There you go. That's just cool. So. Now, next question here, and this is a question I know everybody's going to be thinking about, and everybody's going to have probably the wrong opinion on. Or at least too many of you are going to have the wrong opinion on. But are all these playlists free?
2: It depends which ones you go to. But um, Of
0: all the playlists that you could get on, let's say for Shay Rose, I'm going to be more specific in my question. Yeah. Were they all free or were there some in there that would allow you to be on but there would be a price?
2: Yeah, there's usually a price when you're added to a playlist or when you want to get added to a playlist.
0: Well, that just sucks. They're just trying to make money. don't mm, hear about that. No, music. I'm not gonna do it.
1: It about the music. Yeah, everybody
0: should. Everybody, everybody should just love scamming, me for my music, even though they don't know about me. It. They should love it. Yeah. Just, oh, sh- you hear that? That's the sound of nobody knocking on your door while you're bitching about how much it costs to get in front of an audience. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's yeah. the sound of silence. <laughs> yes. And
2: it was. It was a little weird for me to like think about that at the beginning when we started this but like as I thought about it it made sense because it's kind of like paying for advertisement in a way Mm -hmm. you they have a big audience that can that they can get your song in front of and in return That comes with a price.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean not only is it a big audience, and that audience might be four thousand listeners, it might be fifty thousand listeners. What's important is is it's very, very targeted audience, isn't it? Number one, it's people who like to stream music Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on Spotify. Number two, it's people who like to stream this genre. Of music on spotify exactly. number three it's people like to spin this sub-genre of music on spotify and in some cases this is these are people who like to listen to my playlist because i've got the easy chill fall vibe and that's what they're looking for mm-hmm. and this song is perfect for that so we've we've just honed it down we've boiled it down from like the cocaine to the crack and we know <laughs> what they want and you're going to put it on there i mean yes. that's Guys, that's a lot of work that they've done. They didn't just put up a playlist. I mean, if you've ever tried to do this to yourself, you didn't just throw up 60 songs and get 4,000 listeners. Right. <laughs> they promoted it and they're doing the same thing and they're trying to become a cog in the wheel. This is how it works. It's not pay play. This is I have an audience of people who would not not only like you, And not only like your genre of music, but this specific song, because it fits the vibe of my playlist. Would you like to get in front of them? Yeah. Here's how much it is.
1: Mm -hmm. It's leverage. It's It's leverage. leverage. Mm -hmm. They have the leverage. They have the listeners. You have the song. Uh, If they have a lot of listeners because they, it's not like anyone can just pay and get on there because they're going to blow up their playlist and people aren't going to pay attention to it. It's going to suck. Right. So they still are curated. Yeah. Yep. You still they have, have to, to pay for that opportunity, but it is still curated.
2: They have to like the song to right. want to put it on. And, and
1: think,
0: think it's going right. to fit. Yeah. yeah and they, exactly. So so like your song is a part of their artistic vision of this, mm-hmm. of this playlist. It's kind of like picking a soundtrack for a movie. There's a reason for each song yeah. mm-hmm.
1: and they got to flow the right way. I'm curious though. Can I interject for a moment? Cause this is kind of new to me. Cause I'm not all on the Spotify. That's why I have Johnny and I'm not an artist. So I'm curious as the range of what that might look like on. Okay, dig your song. Uh, my I have this many listeners a month. This is how much it costs to get on my playlist for. And I'm sure there's a variety and a range because these are independent operators, really, right? So, yeah, independent DJs. I guess you call them curators. I'm curious what kind of range might that be, and and is it like okay to be on this for this many days? Yeah, your spot. it depends. How does,
2: It depends on like each curator because they're all different Mm -hmm. and they all vary, but.
1: Might it be anywhere from like like five bucks for a month or a hundred bucks a month or a thousand bucks a month.
2: Yeah, between like five to a hundred, but depending on like what their, how many followers they have on the playlist Mm -hmm. and how long they're going to put the song on their playlist.
1: Yeah, depends on their leverage, what they're bringing to the party. exactly.
2: Sometimes you, as like you do it more, you kind of see which ones are like worth paying for and like which ones aren't mm-hmm. so much. But you kind of figure you're out. And I bet you that varies from
0: artist to artist too. Yeah, exactly. Depending on their kind of song. So you know mm-hmm. what? That's, that's nothing that you can research in advance. You just got to go try it and mm-hmm. then find out which ones are working and which ones aren't working. Now I want to yeah. touch on something else. We haven't talked about this yet, but Pareto's Law... The eighty twenty rule.
1: It sounds just known- like you said burrito's law, and I'm ready for lunch. <laughs> burrito's law. Burrito's? It, 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 burrito's?
0: It, it, burritos, it, burritos it, something like that. Burrito's yeah. law? P-A-R-E-T-O. Burrito, Pareto. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Uh, it's the eighty twenty rule. So I'm betting that 80% of your streams came from 20% of the playlists that you were on.
2: Well, I'm looking at it right here, and I would say that's pretty true. Yeah.
0: Like which one got you the most amount like, of like was there is there a couple that you hit after? Can you explain a little bit about how this developed? Like because here's the thing, I think a lot of people are going. The first thing they're going to think, sheer is like, well, that one's only 2,000 listeners, so forget that. This one's only 4,000. Yeah. That's not going to move the needle. Like I want to be on the million stream. And to
2: to those people, I would say we how we talked about like how Spotify pays attention to however many playlists you're added to the first 24 hours or Mm -hmm. 48 hours of the release. Like that's why those small playlists are important because it doesn't matter like how much, how many followers they have. It's just like that if you got added to a playlist with zero followers, that would do just as good as being added to a playlist with like 20,000. It would be the same according Mm -hmm. to Spotify. And then it only for like the ads purposes, for like getting on as many playlists as you can. And then for purposes of like getting listeners, then you see like what artists, what similar artists, like how their songs have been doing on that playlist to like verify. So there's a comparison.
0: So there's apples and apples. Kind of, a little bit,
2: yeah. To see like which playlists are worth it.
0: So how many playlists like how long first of all, how long did it take you to get to five hundred and forty two thousand streams?
2: That song has been out since June twenty-first, I believe.
0: Okay, so so July, August, September, October twenty first, so about almost five months. Yeah. And when did you hit like how long did it take you to climb to a hundred thousand?
2: I think that was within the first month.
0: How far did and it get then, to like two hundred fifty thousand?
2: When it was at a hundred thousand, I think it got. I think it got to like a little over a hundred thousand, and then it got added to this Spotify playlist, the Chill Hits playlist. So
0: Spotify decided, oh,
2: yeah, be cool. the studs. If someone found the song because <clears> it was doing well on all of the other playlists, and added it to this Spotify playlist called Chill Hits, and it has over five million
0: followers right cool. so then boom like how long did it take you to get from a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand
2: that was the last like three four months
0: okay so that's a large part of that bigger playlist so you yeah got, like, one so i guess it's been like a hundred
2: thousand mm-hmm. like every month growing
0: okay yeah. and that one you didn't pay to get on even no. though it has the biggest one that's because no, you did so you all the work on the yeah. little ones that got you and then the big ones came in and said well this is cool we're gonna put this on our playlist and they're exactly. not gonna charge you for it
2: yeah because you can't pay for it spotify editorial playlists
0: right because that's bad yes because it would be nothing but the richest writers and songwriters and they might all suck yeah well that is fascinating so before we quickly covered the sort of local strategy what anything else we forgot about this that we need to add
2: um i would say when you're contacting the playlists it's kind of useful to know like which playlists you've already contacted and which ones you're going to contact and which ones you are That's waiting. Thus, the Excel for getting, mm-hmm. to getting back to you. So, yeah. If so, you're not
0: organized and you don't have this on Excel, yeah. you're gonna look like you're not organized,
1: and
2: you, you just it's like, so gonna be masks. very.
0: It's in very
2: inf- hard to keep track of everything.
1: Very it's inefficient. Hard. You'll be hitting some people up way too often, other people not often enough.
2: Exactly. Right. Attention
1: to detail. It's, it's
0: yeah. to even detail. hard for
2: us to keep track of it sometimes. So you're gonna want to like color code.
0: Now, somebody. Let's say somebody doesn't get back to you. What's your policy on that? Like, how long before do you reach out a second time? Um, do you just ping them once? For instance, like, let's say just, let's say you've got one that's on there and they didn't respond initially to Shea Rose, but now you're at 100,000 streams. Would you ping some of the ones that haven't responded to you yet again and say, hey, we're already at 100,000 streams. You know, we're clearly getting a little bit of heat on this. We thought maybe you'd consider it a second time or –
2: that would be a very good idea. We have not done we are that. tightening
0: this uh, up, <laughs> man. There we go. This that just happened. Yes. Okay. So yeah.
1: intern, you learn <laughs> as well. So yes, that's how awesome Daredevil interns are. Like they're teaching.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, lo- and I learning. Mean, I'm like, She showed me this. I'm like, this is freaking brilliant. You gotta come yeah. on the podcast. Oh, like I you. love exactly. this and we're gonna steal it and six ways from Sunday. And this is the best <laughs> way we can pay homage to the brain. Uh, One of the brains behind it is by having her Mm -hmm. on and bowing down at her feet and all (laughs) things sheer. So locally, you kind of had an idea that could help out artists like in their immediate situation too with with local streams. Now, what did you do there?
2: That's like what we were talking about earlier about contacting like Nashville or like figuring out what Nashville-based artists or like if you are in Nashville, if you're in California, what California-based artists are coming up with like similar playlists that you should be on or like figuring out that way. If like, you don't know where to start for researching other artists.
0: And what a great way too, to, to uh, reach out and make connections with other local artists. Like mm-hmm. somebody yeah. like Shea Rose in Nashville with 542,000 streams could reach out to another artist like her and s- who has a few hundred thousand streams and say, Hey, I noticed like, you know, we've both been doing pretty good with our music. We should put a show together.
2: Yeah, something like exactly. that. Wouldn't that and be that that freaking way. brilliant?
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then try to use the power of many to build up the the vibe and the tone of it all. I think that's really, really cool. So you can apply the same thing to some of your local artists that mm-hmm. just getting on even like a logo kind of playlist, if you wanted to maybe even start something like that for kind of, and, yeah. out loud. and like- then, and then, you know, turning that into a, like oh, for instance, Southern California pay to play. This is where pay to play sucks. Like most people are wrong about pay to play. They think if you have to pay anything, it sucks, and that's no. inaccurate. But typically, you're paying to get in front of a an audience. You're paying to get mm-hmm. on tour. You're paying to for radio promotion. You're paying for video promotion. You're paying to get on a Spotify playlist. These, you know, if they've got a if you're Coca Cola and you want to get in front of a billion people on Super Bowl Sunday, you're going to pay. The NFL or the network to do it, who pays the NFL. You know, that's the mm-hmm. way that works. So that never changes, no matter who you are. But, and, you know, you pay to get a radio ad on, you pay to get a, something in the local newspaper, you pay to be in. The yellow pages back in the day when we had yellow pages, it's all the same stuff. Like we had a bunch of eyeballs. If you want to get in front of them, here's what it costs. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the pay to play in Southern California was like you paid to go play at the frickin' whiskey, a go go, and you didn't get in front of any audience. Like you had to bring your own audience. Like mm. So that was that was where it really sucked because they're just like, Well, we're the whiskey and the doors played here and so did Van Halen. So mm. if you wanna scratch that edge, here's what it's gonna cost you. You know, and you got to, and basically get to sell tickets, whatever. But that part kind of blows. But the way that we got around that in that situation with an artist that I worked with named Chris Malk was, we reached out to a bunch of different local acts because in LA, I'm that pay to play situation, and maybe your local scene is like this. Everybody shows up for that one artist Mm -hmm. because they're fans of that artist, they bought tickets for that artist, and then they disappear right? So you could be like at the Viper Room, and all of a sudden it's packed, it's jam-packed, and then the half hour sets over, and yeah. then it's ghost town, and the next band shows up, and they didn't sell enough tickets, so nobody's really getting in front of it. It's almost like the way the media is right now, right? Like, nobody mm. knows in, in Fox News, and people listen to Fox News, what CNN's saying, and CNN, people listen to CNN mm-hmm. don't know what Fox News is saying, and they're completely two yeah. different stories nice. on the same thing, because they're like in echo chambers, right? And so we thought, hey, let's try to work around that. And so we had like five different artists that had decent followings and all the artists made a pact to try to get their fans to stick around and turn it into a night. Cause we thought we could create, again, here comes this word, leverage. If we had like five different artists in that, cause the clubs aren't making money because they're called the Viper room. The clubs are making money because people are buying drinks. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, if we keep more people there, more people are going to be drinking. We're going to sell more drinks. Now all of a sudden we can have, we need a little more love from the club and this is an event they're going to want to talk to and maybe we could work something up but we did that multiple times and it worked what a great way to use spotify to foster something like that right i mean it takes some work to be done but we've spoke about this before in the podcast, but I mean, we made that those nights with the Chris Malk shows an event. We had like a step and repeat. We had a couple of photographers out. We didn't pay them. They just wanted to be a part of it and come out. And so everybody dressed up and looked good and you got the red carpet and you're getting pictures taken. It's an event. You're in there getting drinks and the place was packed for all the bands and the bar's happy. The people are happy. The bands are happy. Everybody's happy. And you can build on that, and create one hell of a little night in your local area. And starting right here with this brilliant method from Sheer Chop Daredevil Intern, you have to put that on all your stuff from here on out. Okay, and then after you leave, it has to be Sheer Chop Former Daredevil Intern. Yes, but not because it's more makes you more important to be a Daredevil Intern because it
1: makes us more important to be associated with your name. Is that cool? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And just like that, Johnny's computer died. So, I'm going to button this one up for you. Hey, just want to remind you, if this episode has been valuable, if you think Sheer and Johnny talked about some valuable stuff that other people would like, share it, share it, share it. Sharing means caring. And it's going to help your artist buddies get more successful and help them create more leverage in the music business along with you. And everyone can rise together. So, share it, subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed, join the Climb community on Facebook. It's a great place to find like-minded folks and to learn just like we were learning from people in our circle today you can expand your circle in the climb community and learn some more as well and last but not least don't forget to download the 21 indie artist music marketing mistakes. you can get that at gift now i'm gonna do my best johnny impersonation and that's the end of another killer climb episode blah 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 and keep on climbing and we'll see you at the top